Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of February 26, 2021. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story this week is from Kaiser Health News and shares the alarming fact that most COVID vaccine websites violate disability laws and create inequity for the blind. Kaiser Health News has conducted an important study of federal, state, and local websites that have been developed to facilitate COVID vaccination registrations and sharing of information. Unfortunately, they discovered that the majority of them violate disability rights laws, hindering the ability of blind people to sign up for a potentially life-saving vaccine. Across the country, people who use special software to make the web accessible have been unable to sign up for the vaccines or obtain vital information about COVID-19 because many government websites lack required accessibility features. Considering that at least 7.6 million people in the U.S. over the age of 16 have a visual disability, this is an alarming finding. WebAIM, a nonprofit web accessibility organization, checked COVID vaccination websites gathered by KHN from all 50 states and the District of Columbia. It found accessibility issues on nearly all of 94 web pages, which included general vaccine information, list of vaccine providers, and registration forms. In fact, in at least seven states, blind residents were unable to register for the vaccine through their state or local governments without help. And phone alternatives, when available, have faced their own issues, such as long hold times and not being available at all hours, like websites. Even the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Vaccine Administration Management System, which a small number of states and counties opted to use after its rocky rollout, has been built in a way that is inaccessible for blind users. The Rehabilitation Act of 1973 established the right to healthcare communications in an accessible format, and the Federal Americans with Disabilities Act, a civil rights law that prohibits governments and private businesses from discriminating based on disability, further enshrined this protection in 1990. Yet, these vaccine registration sites seem to be in violation of both of these acts. Doris Ray, who is blind and has a significant hearing impairment, ran into such issues when she tried to sign up for a vaccine last month with the CDC system, used by Arlington County in Virginia. As the outreach director for the Independent Center of Northern Virginia, an advocacy center run for and by people with disabilities, she had qualified for the vaccine because of her in-person work with clients. And when she used screen reading technology, which reads a website's text aloud, the drop-down field to identify her county did not work. She was unable to register for over two weeks until a colleague helped her. Mark Riccobono, president of the National Federation of the Blind, wrote to the U.S. Health and Human Services Department in early December, laying out his concerns of vaccine accessibility. A national emergency does not exempt federal, state, and local governments from providing equal access, he wrote. At the time, Dr. Robert Redfield, who was leading the CDC, responded that the interim vaccine playbook for health departments included a reminder of the legal requirements for accessible information. Moreover, CDC spokesperson Jasmine Reed said in an email that VAMS is compliant with federal accessibility laws and that the agency requires testing of its services. 
but more than two months into a national vaccine campaign, those on the ground report many problems at multiple levels. Some local officials who use VAMS are aware of the ongoing problems and blame the federal government. Arlington Assistant County Manager Bryna Hefner said that because VAMS is run by the federal government, the county can't access the internal workings to troubleshoot the system for blind residents. Connecticut Department of Public Health spokesperson Maura Fitzgerald said that the state was aware of many accessibility issues with VAMS, and she said it had staffed up its call center to handle the problems and was working with the federal government to improve its capability and functionality. Currently, there is no standards way to register for a COVID vaccine nationwide, and subsequently, there is no easy way to fix the online accessibility problems. Some states use VAMS, but others have centralized online vaccine registration sites. Others have a mix of state-run and locally-run websites, or leave it all to the local health departments or hospitals. And ultimately, state and local governments are responsible for making their vaccine systems accessible, whether they use the VAM system or not. Common programming failures that make sites hard to use for the visually impaired include text with enough contrast to distinguish words from the back page's background and images without alternative text explaining what they showed, the Web Ames survey found. Even worse, portions of the forms on 19 states' pages were built so that screen readers couldn't decipher what information a user should enter on search bars or vaccine registration forms. Overall, if vaccine accessibility issues are not fixed across the country, though, lawsuits could come next. Members of the blind community recently won landmark lawsuits against Domino's Pizza and Winn-Dixie Grocery Chain after being unable to order their products online. And getting access to the COVID vaccine is so much more than just ordering pizza. You can read more of this in our show notes. And now, other stories from this week. Protocol featured an article entitled Telemedicine Dominated 2020, but what happens when patients aren't stuck at home anymore? When the world opens back up, experts in the article articulate how health care will look different than it does right now, as well as what came before, and with telemedicine no longer relegated to the sidelines for clinical care. There was an interesting opinion piece on Substack from Zio Skamen entitled From Frameworks to Flywheels, which shares how weaving brand and business back together can drive new momentum, magic, and monetization. Patient Engagement HIT shares an article on how CVS Health is addressing black maternal health disparities. The payer organization has outlined some potential benefits that could address root causes of black maternal health disparities. And lastly, be sure to check out the latest Healthcare Insight for Marketers podcast featuring Victor Reese on creating data-driven vaccine communications at UNC Health. System VP of Consumerism and Insights shares how he's helping match vaccine-related messaging with the right audience segments, including what he calls the untapped markets of Black and Latinx populations who often experience lack of equitable opportunity and access. And you can find links to all of these articles in our show notes. And that's it for this week's TPS 5. If you like the latest in healthcare news in an email format delivered weekly to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the TPS report, which you can sign up for on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Stay safe, be positive, and have a great week.